Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello, I'm your host, Lauren Sweeney. Welcome to Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. We are excited today to talk about health from a holistic perspective and you as a whole person, just as we do here on the podcast. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest, Dr. Henry Cardenas, and then we'll bring him on to our stage. Dr. Cardenas, has been a chiropractor for many, many years. He's also been with the Brea Chamber of Commerce since 1995. He was also a chamber president. He's also been a Kiwanis president. He's been married to tw- for 22 years. He has a daughter who's 20 years old and a son who's 18. It's quite a rite of passage to get adult children, right? Another 10 years for me, Dr. C. (laughs) He also says that when he's not helping people achieve better health, he can be found on the golf course, which I do know to be true about him. Let's bring him on to our stage. Welcome, Dr. Cardenas. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, Lauren. Thank you for having me on. Oh, we're glad to have you. Let's talk a little bit. I know I have been a patient of yours and have been with you in the Brea Chamber for many years. And so I can speak to your professionalism and your knowledge. And one of the favorite things you always tell me is you wouldn't go to the dentist just when your teeth hurt. You would go for your regular checkups just as you should chiropractic. So why chiropractic? Why do you love it? And why do you feel like it's so essential to people's health? Well, I actually fell into chiropractic by accident. I was going to use Urbine at the time, and I was planning on going into dentistry. And I was on a first date, and you know, everything goes wrong on a first date. I was talking, chewing gum, and dancing, and apparently can't do all three. My jaw popped, locked open, and I couldn't close it. Uh, So after looking kind of foolish on the dance floor, the girl that I was on the date with kind of figured out something was wrong, and then she helped get my jaw shut banged on it a little bit, and then it clicked back closed, but then I couldn't open it. And eventually I could get to open and close, but there was a super loud clicking and popping. And I did, took some over-the-counter medications, like a lot of people do, felt a little bit better, but it didn't change the clicking and popping at all, and my jaw was still locked up. A friend of mine that was graduating from UC Irvine, going to graduate school for chiropractic, kept saying, go see a chiropractor. It's a joint problem. I'm like, I'm not going to go to a chiropractor. Uh, they're just for backs anyway. So I didn't go. I started taking, I went and saw my medical doctor. I chose the medical route. And all they did, whether you bump your head or stub your toes, they gave me pain pills and anti-inflammatories. I had less pain in my jaw, but the clicking and popping was the same. The locking jaw was still the same. And it was getting worse. So I went back. And by this time, I started getting neck pain and headaches with it too. Went back and they gave me now. Muscle relaxers, the third drug they always give you. That scared me. I sat down in class one time and it looked like everybody instantly was stood up and was getting ready to walk out the classroom. And I'm just kind of like, where's everybody going? And they said, class is over. I have this blank blackout period in my day. I have no idea what happened. I could have had my head down drooling on the desk. Who knows what? I have no idea. I had no notes. Everybody had notes. The boards are covered. And that scared me. 
So I went back to the medical doctor. They sent me for physical therapy and I got some good stretches, but it wasn't helping the neck pain, the headaches or the jaw clicking. And I knew that I wasn't, the problem wasn't getting better. I was just masking the problem. Finally, when the medical doctor said, well, the next step is surgery, but they admitted the fail rate was really high. That's when I said, okay, I'll try this chiropractic stuff. I said, but the first pyramid or crystal I see, I'm running out the door. <laughs> and so I reluctantly went into the office and it was the best visit I had. Completely professional, nice office. And I was like a lot of people, I'd never been to chiropractic before, had no idea what to expect, had a lot of misconceptions. The only person that did an exam where they actually put on gloves and felt the inside of my jaw and she could she found the part that where it was catching. The only person that took x-rays and you could actually see my upper neck twisted and just my jaw offset. I was the textbook patient. First adjustment on the spot, like a light switch, the headache stopped and I could move my neck around again. Of course, she's telling me, don't move your neck too much, you can throw it out again because I was, look what I can do. And <laughs> uh, when she was done working on the jaw, I actually had less clicking and popping. I'm like, finally, we're working on the problem, not just masking the symptoms. And I really like that. So then like going to physical therapy, I was on a regular schedule, going regularly. And I would see the same patients that were also in that same schedule at the same time. And like, oh yeah, like I couldn't walk last week. This lady couldn't turn her head and they were all getting better. She seemed like she was really having fun. Now, again, remember I'd been thinking about dentistry at this point. This was the eighties when AIDS was first out. And it was the death sentence back then, no treatment. Something, mm -hmm. okay, chiropractic, no blood, no saliva, and they're having fun. A lot of dentists at the time, you know, I talked to them and they didn't have that same energy that the chiropractors did. So I learned more about it, realized how much, how little I should say I knew about chiropractic. And once I was properly educated and informed and saw what it could really do and experienced that myself firsthand, that's when I decided to become a chiropractor. And here I am today talking with you after wow. almost 30 years in practice. So I Amazing. love it. I've not lost my enthusiasm for it. It is just a fantastic thing. And I feel very blessed that my jaw popped and it ruined the first day because here I am today. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and what would you say this past year has been a very interesting time for all of us? And I know that you were able to stay open since you were medically necessary. And we talked a lot about that. How did you as a, you're running your own practice. So how did that impact you as a business? I mostly mean about your mindset. You had a mindset like, we're going to make this happen. Yeah. And you know, what was more than that is I saw how stressed people were because we had the politics, we had the election, then COVID hit, and then the stress from the economy. So you had four major factors that were just creating tremendous amount of stress. I saw the effect it had on my patients, even the patients that were doing well, everybody had a setback. And I knew we fell under the essential businesses and the federal government even said they want chiropractors to stay open because remember they were closing down medical clinics. They didn't want you going there and bringing COVID, but they knew people still had to take care of their health. So that's what we fell under essential businesses. When I saw the effect that stress was having on people's health, their organ systems, their whole well-being. It was absolutely clear that we were essential and we were busy. In fact, last year was our prior busiest year in eight to 10 years. And that was a surprise because that first month we did drop maybe about 30%, but it bounced right back and we got busier and busier. And there was a pattern. You had four classes of patients. 
Yet the patients are laid off. So now they're just sitting at home, binge watching TV or laying on the couch all day long. So their neck and back's hurting. Yet the other people that are working from home now, but they're not on their ergonomic stations anymore. They're at their ergonomic chair or desk. And so they're on top of a TV tray and a camping stool. Then you have the third group of patients that says, you know, well, I'm home. I'm going to re-landscape the backyard, remodel the kitchen, paint the house, you know, clean the carpets all by myself. And so they were hurting themselves. And then you have the fourth group that they were also in essential business. And now they're working 10 hours a day, six days a week, because there's a high demand for their job. So it seemed like we used to get a lot of patients coming back, new patients coming in that were just stressed out, injured. It was a really rough time for people. and watching the effect that we had on these people and their health and well-being was absolutely incredible too. And uh, we didn't have a lot of the health fairs or events that we normally did, but we just had so many new patients just from the need that was there. And I'm just really glad that we were there to be able to help these people. Amazing. Well, I was able to, you know, go in as a patient and then continue to work together as well with our chambers and networking. You also had a mindset like, well, we're going to figure this out. Or even though we're going to dip, we're going to get a PPP. Was there anything you think that helped you in running the business? For sure, you wanted to help the patients and you saw the need, but anything from a business owner as well? Uh, from the business side, most of it was not changing our mindset. So I think we always had a good mindset, but it was really easy to fall into the negativity. Because when you remember, our patients are probably the most stressed out people they were. So they come in talking about how the economy is collapsing, the country is divided, everything's falling apart. It's really easy to start falling into that too. So we do daily affirmations in our office in the morning, kind of get us in the right mindset. And we knew that we had to be the anchor for patients to help them get out of their funk, not just physically, but mentally as well, to kind of keep them from sliding into that uh, hole of negativity that will affect their health as well. Uh, and again, like I said, when I saw the need that we had and how much it affected the patients, I knew that we were going to be needed and stay busy we just couldn't let ourselves be pulled down by the patients. We had to lift them up. And I knew that would take care of the business. We focused on that. The business would take care of themselves. Now, we did have to alter how we did that. We took out chairs from a reception area. Uh, we spaced it out. We made it easy for patients to wait in their car if they needed to. We called them in for their appointments. Uh, I definitely got used to wearing a mask and gloves and gallons of disinfectant that we used all the time. And... Uh, Everything went smooth. We had no problems. Nobody got COVID and everything we did worked. Amazing. I love what you said, Lauren. We had to keep our mindset. We didn't have to change it or work to change it. We had to fight to keep it as yes. people were coming in saying how negative things were. No, we actually kept it. And I love that you do affirmations with the staff and the office so that it starts mentally. And then, of course, you're working on the physical as well. So great. Yeah, yes. Makes a difference. Makes such a difference. So now it's been a year since, a little over, since COVID first came out. Where are you at right now? We could talk about business. We could talk about health. You know, we could even think, talk about... Yeah, I think even through, uh, through the COVID times and now, our main mission has been really education because if the patients aren't educated they're not going to understand their treatments. If they don't understand the treatment, they're not going to follow through, which means they're not going to get the results they want. 
And that is the biggest challenge that we have is we have to change people's mindset. And like you alluded to earlier, I do use a lot of dental analogies too, because the dentists have this down. They call it the dental hygiene model. And they've got us all coming in now since the time we're three years old. We never stop our entire lives. We go twice a year. As we get older, then it becomes four times a year. And we never stop and think, well, I, my teeth are clean enough. I can stop going to the dentist. Or I'll go to the dentist again when my teeth hurt. We know that you go before because we don't want to lose our teeth. Generations ago, people really just only went to the dentist. They needed a tooth pulled or something major. They didn't go. And that's why we had such bad teeth. If you ever look at old pictures, they didn't smile. Two reasons, the exposures were long. And second, they looked like jack-o'-lanterns. Who wanted to smile when they thought you looked kind of silly with two or three teeth? But because of the dental hygiene model, there was a big shift in dental health, and people started keeping their teeth now. Now people smile all the time when we do that, and you never question somebody that's going to the dentist. Oh, my gosh, do you have something wrong? We just go, oh, it must be for a checkup. That's what I'd love to see people get to when it comes to their spines is the spinal hygiene model where people go in regularly since the time they're kids. And they know they got to do it throughout their lives to maintain the health of their spine. Yes, we can help you if you come in and you're in crisis of pain, ruptured discs throughout your back. And some people only come in when they hurt. Too. We'll be there for them. But the ideal for yourself is to take care of yourself before you have those problems. Because that's how you can prevent those future problems, too. And think about it this way. When you think of your parents or grandparents or any elderly person, they eventually have to give up their sports they play. They give up their hobbies. They stop going on hikes. They stop traveling. They stop going dancing. They stop playing with their grandkids, going to their grandkids' games. They stop really living life. It's not because of their teeth. It's not because of their eyes. It's always because of their joints. My back pain, my neck pain, my hips, my knees, they have to give these things up. Then they make the mistake of thinking that the arthritis or germ problems they have is a normal part of aging, and it's not. They'll be like saying, oh, the reason why I have cavities is because of my age, not because I don't brush. The reason why I have heart disease is not because I don't eat well or exercise. It's just my age. But people still believe that their arthritis is a normal part of aging. There's nothing they can do about it. When it really is just neglect. Unless you have an old injury, you know, a knee injury or neck injury from whiplash will cause premature arthritis. But that means you really have to take care of yourself even more because you're going to get prematurely. We could probably push back like depth tooth loss, push back spinal degeneration back 20 years, 30 years, if people started going with their kids and just did it as a regular part of their lifestyle. And then you people would be suffering to continue living their life. And that really is what it's not living longer that really counts. It's being alive and enjoying that life is what counts too. Like I always say, if, if you knew that you could live your whole life and you wouldn't be disabled, you wouldn't, you could keep your independence and you wouldn't be a burden to others, you'd be okay with it. But that's really what we fear is that disability of being losing our independence and being a burden to others. That's what we fear. You have control of that. That's just take care of your spine ahead of time. Don't wait till it's an out of control problem. Uh. Such such a great analogy. And people, my kids come, right? They come yes. when they're little. They call you the tickle doctor because yes. everything <laughs> makes them laugh. And same thing with the dentist. Like I've had them go since they were one. And so they love it. They don't fear it. It's fun. We go to a kid's dentist, you know, where they have toys and movies and things like that. But starting young, then we we don't fear these things and we feel good. 
And we right. know and getting in yeah, alignment. That is the best gift you can give your kids, the gift of health too, because even when they turn 18 at an 18 year old, they're not established in life yet. It's not until people are in their thirties, finally they can start taking care of themselves truly. Because before that, they're trying to find themselves, develop an income, do that. So if a parent can start their kids off early, they avoid so many problems. Because by the time, can you imagine if your first dental visit was when you were 30? You're, you have all types of dental problems, tooth loss and dental problems too. So when you can start off a kid when they're young, like a little tree growing, if they can grow a good root foundation and a good trunk, the rest will stay stable too. And one of my pet peeves with the school systems is they wait until junior high to check for scoliosis. Why not kindergarten when they're first developing the problem? And part of that's because it's the medical model. Medic doctors are really good at what they do, which is treat diseases, infections, and trauma. structural problems. That's not really their field. That's kind of our niche in there. So the reason why they wait until junior high is because by then the scoliosis might be bad enough where now they can brace you or do the surgery with the rods or watch it. They say, oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. We'll just keep watching until it gets worse. And it's like, really? Where if they start in kindergarten, have their spine screened, hopefully by a chiropractor, then you can say, okay, you're developing a problem. You're starting to get a problem. Let's work on it now so you'll never get to the point where you need to be in braces or have those Harrington rods put in too. So it is great. I love it when a patients bring their kids in. My kids grew up with it. They know nothing else. They were shocked when they found out that their uh, junior high friends didn't go to chiropractor. Some of them didn't go to chiropractor. They were shocked. It's like, how do you not go? It's, it's, I love uh, it. That's so great. Well, hopefully you will, you know, in your second career, run for school board or something and uh, <laughs> be able to instill that. I think that's great. Just that model of health and what how you're able to help people just have less stress and keep their health instead of working to fix it or repair it during crisis. Yeah, and it's amazing because when you lose your health, that's when you really realize how important it was. And you're willing to pay any price to get your health back. It's cheaper to just pay to keep your health. Like I always say, people always wonder, well, is chiropractic covered by my insurance or not? The best insurance is keep your health. Stay healthy. That will cost you so much less in your lifetime. You don't want it to the policy that will cover your back surgery or neck surgery. You want to take care of it so you never have to have neck or back surgery. But Absolutely. it's hard to be, I understand where people come from. It's hard to be motivated when it's not your mindset to do prevention when there's no pain. I always say it's kind of like church. We, you know, when a person's in a spiritual crisis, they will go to church and they'll make deals with God. I will be here every Sunday the rest of my life. Just help me get through this crisis. We see that a lot in our office. Somebody will be in a lot of pain. They can barely walk and they're like, oh my gosh, I need to take care of my back. I'm going to change my ways. I will always be here. I'm going to lose weight, eat well. As soon as they're better, it's like, whatever happened to so-and-so? They disappear mm. again. So it's very similar. It's that mindset. We've got to change to be healthy. Absolutely. So, Creating that impetus without it being forced upon us from right. trauma or pain or or a pandemic. Yeah, it is. And that's, that was one of the things that I'm hoping comes a positive out of the COVID uh, pandemic is that people really realize how important your health is and how quickly it can be lost. And when we see that there was different outcomes by the level of health you had, if you were overweight, type 2 diabetic, and with uh, hypertension, you suffered the most when it came to COVID, whether it was hospitalizations, long, being a long hauler, or death. 
those were the three comorbidities that just pre- did not predict a good outcome. People that were healthy, that took care of their health, those are eight, a lot of them were asymptomatic patients or just had mild COVID. It was a rare exception that you hear of somebody that's truly healthy that had a bad outcome. It was always the people that weren't taking care of their health. So I hope that was a little bit of a wake-up call for most people. Absolutely. If people want to connect more with you, Dr. Cardenas, what's the best way for them to find you? Uh, you still old-fashioned phone. Just call into our office, you know, 714-529-1711. We can also be found on our webpage, advantagecarechiro.com, or we're in Brea. We get people to just stop in, just say hello, introduce themselves, meet us. And uh, consultations are always at no charge as well, too. Uh, You know, we want to find what works best for you. We have all types of modalities. People a lot of times think of the chiropractor just adjust. We have laser. We have ultrasound. We have spinal decompression, electrical stem. We have massage therapy. And we try, and I used a lot of different techniques from manual adjustments to activator adjustments to Gonstead to a whole list of techniques because every person is different. We want to find the technique that works best for you. One of the biggest mistakes I see a lot of chiropractors make is they like a certain technique and they try to fit every patient into kind of a cookie cutter type of technique. Everybody's different, everybody needs something different. And even the same patient may need different techniques depending on what problem that is active at the time too. So we have everything at our disposal to be able to help you in your unique condition. Well, we love to ask because our company is called Rise Up For You. And so when you hear that, Rise Up For You, what does that mean to you? Well, like everything in life, you know, it's not how many times you fall up, it's how many times you get up, or in this case, rise up. And it takes no energy to fall down. It takes energy to get up. So any change in your life takes effort. And that's why so many people stay in the same situation, whether it's the same job they hate, this relationship they shouldn't be in, uh, any crisis or any issue in their life is they rather stay in the known, the discomfort. To rise up takes energy. And that's how you make a change in your life. You have to rise up. The phoenix that rises up from the ashes, too. Uh, you want to raise your level of health. It's it. Everything that's going to be good. It's going to take that energy to rise up from. I love it. It's that analogy of the airplane, right? We have to have right. our seatbelts on because they're using so much fuel. But then when they get to cruising altitude, it's like it's good. Yeah. And again, it took a lot of energy to get the plane up in the air, but it takes no energy to crash back down on the ground. That's yeah. Right. It's. Uh, it's And that's what you really need. You got to rise up to make a difference in your life. I love it. It's been fantastic having you on today. Thank you so much for joining us. No, thanks for having me on. Uh, You're so welcome. Wasn't that great? Really talking about our health, that model, just like we take care of our teeth, taking care of our spine, and that it doesn't just mean as we get older that necessarily our body is going to not take care of us. We can absolutely make a difference in it. Well, I'm Lauren Sweeney. It's been my pleasure being your host today. And if you would like to grab your Becoming Your Best free success kit, please go to our website, riseupforyou.com slash success kit. And this coming Monday, we have the start of our Rise Leadership Course. So be sure to check that out at riseleadershipcourse.com. As always, rise up for you and have an amazing day.